You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just Tip Off, the NBA podcast that's looking for a change of scenery on this NBA trade deadline. Looking for a little bit of the warmer weather here. It's getting a little fringy over in the yeah. northeast. <laughs> As you haven't seen, the Midwest is getting hounded by sleet and snow right now. I risked my life driving in the terrible weather just to put on this podcast. Come to Mason's house and put on this podcast. So you are welcome, all five of you listeners. Risk your life. You all-wheel drive, man. What you got to worry about? That's true. All-wheel drive? And I like snow driving, though. <laughs> anyway, we figured we'd, uh, we, you know... Check, do a little, do a little check in here. Check in on the kids, if you will. See how I'm here to, for the first All Star break for our rookies to see how the rookie class is doing, and then do a little uh, review of how our sophomore class is doing. We're seeing some some sophomores taking the proverbial leap, yeah, um, into expanded minutes, bigger roles, they got the, uh, more stats, r- things like that. Year, uh, yeah, they got the uh, what you call it, rising stars, rising, yeah. rising stars game. Which did you see? Will include like three NBA G League Ignite players. Four, yeah, four of them. That was interesting. Hey, it's probably a good move for the league. They're, they've been. Um, I guess has the NBA Rising Stars always been open to G League players? We just never see them. Um, I guess theoretically, there's a G League in the dunk contest. A couple years ago, wasn't there? That one guy who played for Phoenix, wasn't he on their their uh, G League team? So I think there's been some guys who've had like two way contracts. Like I'm pretty sure who put on who put on who put on like a dunk show in the G League, and then like oh, but you spent like a month on the roster, so you get a. It's a good stepping stone for guys to kind of get some recognition. Like Hamadou Diallo, one of the, the best. For o- he pl- he won it with OKC and he had some he that guy can fly man um, he can but no I think this is the first like they're actually making a, an effort to integrate the T League um, Ignite team into the NBA All Star Weekend so that's kind of a cool thing because there's been a lot more uh, I think we're going to see a lot more G League Ignite players getting drafted uh, just like we did last Maybe season four. with Kaminga and with James Smith and with um, uh, was it Isaiah Joe? No, no, um, there were four of them. What was his name? Gosh darn it! On the, so you had Jalen Green, you had Kaminga, um, with Josh Christopher. No, I think the other two went in the second round. I can't remember their names off the top of my head. I'm saying like Isaiah Joe. No, that was two years ago. Or Sharif Cooper one. So we're going to uh, do a little look back here. Do you want to start with the rookie class or do you want to start with the... Let's pick it on our sophomores. Back in on the sophomores. It was Isaiah Todd. Isaiah, Isaiah Todd. Todd. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't uh, remember or is new to the podcast, obviously we welcome new listeners, the 2020 NBA draft, we'll just kind of run down the, uh, I'll run down the top 15 here and then we'll, yeah, the lottery and then there's a couple other ones later that we want to touch on. So we went Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, LaMelo Ball, Patrick Williams, Isaac Okoro, Onyeke Okongwu, Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, Penny Advida, Jalen Smith, Devin Vassell, Tyrese Halliburton, Kyra Lewis Jr., Aaron Neesmith, and Cole Anthony were your top five lottery pick, or top 15 lottery pick draftees. Um, Just to touch on some of the the players who are outside of the lottery who have been notable. 
uh, Isaiah Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadiq Bay Pistons with two uh, two nice picks there. Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond Bain at 30th, people. Memphis knows how to draft. We've said it before. 30th, people. Desmond Bain having a great sophomore season right now. On into the second round, the most noteworthy players that I think have gotten some some meaningful minutes. Uh, just running through, we've got some guys like Theo Maladon. Tillman's getting minutes Xavier in Memphis. Tillman. Jordan Awara's getting minutes in Milwaukee. And uh, really, that's... Paul Reed is tearing it up in the G League, so that counts for anything. Isaiah Joe, he's also tearing it up in the G League. That's been about it. So not not a lot of second-round players who... Tyrell Terry is getting some time with the Mavericks. That's fair. Not a that's ton, fair. but he is getting some. Uh, um, so that's nice to see. But getting back to kind of that top 15 squad here, there was actually... This, is, this was touted as a quote-unquote weak draft, I remember. And um, they, they took that personally. They did. I mean, the, the they team, have been really good. I mean, so... Except for like four or five of these guys, honestly, are, they honestly, are all getting... Yeah, I mean, you look at... So, the four or five guys, I'm looking down that line. Edwards turning into star. Wiseman didn't play a lot injured last year. Jury's still out this year. Jury's still on him. Lamella Ball... An all star, excellent. Yeah, no, he's not an all star yet. Well, could be an all star. Um, Patrick Williams had a great D League and then or summer league and got hurt, so I think he was progressing in the right direction. Isaac Okoro, we've kind of talked about him before. Um, Onyeke Okongwu is starting to see better minutes flashes. for and flashes for the Hawks, so that's exciting. Ian Hayes is a question mark. On, on, his, on his scoring, but he's actually not a bad defender, and his mm-hmm. assists are, are yeah. also noteworthy. So that's just one of those things where he, they drafted him with the expectation of, you know, the offense will develop. He'll be like a Kawhi Leonard, and it's like, yes, that's the idea, but not always very applicable when you mm-hmm. had pen to paper. Yeah. So yeah. Um, then um, after that, Obi Toppin. Thing, starting track. Some more minutes had was all summer league team with Patrick Williams had a great summer league him and Emmanuel quickly who we forgot to mention who went later in this in the second in the first round as well. They, they both got the minutes, which is unfortunate because you know Tom it is bad. They are getting more minutes than last year though, um, and they and they they were kind of they kind of ran that summer league team, so that's good. So they're seeing better minutes. Um, I haven't heard a ton out of any idea um, or Jalen Smith. Um, Which, surprising note about Jalen Smith, uh, his third-year option was denied or turned down, I should say, by the Suns, um, which is, I think, the first time that's happened in, like, 20 years, which, for a young player who's really barely even seen the floor, he's not seen it at all in the past young player, freshman year. Barely seen the floor? Year, cheap, as hell con- cheap as hell contract. Exactly. So if there's any teams out there looking for a quality upside center, um, you, yeah. you, that's a guy to go after yeah. right there. Um, Devin Vassell. Um, so he's shown some flashes with the flashes Again, and I, there, there's a lot of one and two guard. Um, it seems like a traffic jam at the one and two guard with the Spurs. So I think he's kind of struggled to find his role there because of how um, how clustered that that group is uh, Tyrese Halliburton uh, went off for, rookie year. Good rookie year. Had, went off like for a career high of thirty eight um, a couple days ago. You know mm-hmm. that 
Yeah, De'Aaron Fox was out, so that helped. <laughs> uh, uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. Um, again, kind of like Excel, I think there's a lot of um, backcourt um, gestion with the Pelicans. You brought in Graham, you have Sadoransky, you have Kyros Jr., you have Nikhil Walker-Alexander, and I really just don't think you know what, which one they want to go with right here. Because Nikhil Walker-Alexander was the draft before this class. Alexander Walker, but I get hurt. Yeah, Nikhil <laughs> Alexander Walker. Um, Aaron Naismith. Um, doesn't get a lot of minutes. No, it doesn't get a lot of minutes in Boston. Um, Which, uh, Boston he, Knights have been loud about how they would like he, to see him. He was the best shooter in the coming into the draft. He was the Cam Johnson of this draft. Um, and it's working well for the Sun. So, 15, Paul Anthony having uh. a breakout year. I, coming into this season, thought he was the odd guard out in that rotation between Fultz, Anthony, Suggs, and and R.J. Hampton. I thought he was, him and Hampton were the two that were being squeezed out, and he, Marco Fultz has been injured, and Cole Anthony has taken a clear lead in that that organization. He has had a remarkable um, Ascension, if you will. Some of this sophomore year. I'm going to pull up his stats here for you guys just to give you some numbers here. So he's 17 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal a game. So he's playing really well right now. Outplaying his higher-touted rookie guard, Jalen Suggs. I'm a little nervous, right now. though. Outplaying Hampton. This is, this is Cole Anthony... And what place are the Magic in? They're in dead last. Dead last in the East. So not that Cole Anthony is. You, the think, you think it's a little bit of a good uh, of good stats on a bad team? I think that they are putting a lot of stats into him, and he's he's you know he's been able to make it exciting. He's been able to be watchable. He's probably one of the reasons why I would watch a Orlando Magic game. But if you are going for a competitive winning basketball team, I don't know how much I would put into Cole Anthony's stock. I'll okay. say that. That's all I'll say on that matter. He's having a great season. I hope he can continue I mean, that. In a winning the fashion. thing is, though, is that it's not like he's averaging like two assists a game. He's averaging seven. He's a, He is passing the ball, which is good to see, What's especially... I don't know. Um, I mean, it's it just it's good to see that a young a young guard because I I find sometimes with these younger teams that there's a lot of me basketball. There's a lot of I as soon as I get the ball, I'm going to shoot. I think we saw it a lot with the Knicks last year, and to see a rookie come in and be able to dish out the ball in a pretty good fashion, I think does is a good sign that it's not he's not just trying to get his own because he's on a bad and young team and try to make his name for a main name for himself and get a contract. But I do think that that is at least a plus with his usage rate is about twenty five point six. So to put that in perspective, he's uh he's that is an uptick from his freshman year or from his I keep saying that it's rookie year, man. Um I just Again, I, I think that he can be good, but I would like to see his stats stay around the same first if his, his usage rate can go down. Because they've been pretty high, man. 
We'll, we'll see. He does he does shoot a lot, but there's a lot of shots to be taken on that team, let's be honest. So That's true. That's true. Um, um, next on the list, Isaiah Stewart. Um, Stewart! I kind of, and you know, just a solid 8-8 eight and eight guy right now. Um, I think we're going to see him grow probably into that 10 to 10. I, I think he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a solid center off the bench. Off the bench is, is a good distinguishing. He's going to come in. He's going to get you 10 and 10. And, and I mean, really, I mean, what more can you ask from from a backup center in the NBA, really? is like you can get 10 boards. Right is he the starting center? Okay. Yeah. But, okay, well, then I think numbers-wise, he, he should be the backup center, but they need a good starting center in order to do that. <laughs> Wait, the Plumlee brother isn't going to work? Then they get a Plumlee? If he's coming off the bench... They had eight centers last year, so I don't know what happened to them all. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. They took a turn. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's not great. But the guy after him is who I, I'm also interested in, Alexei Pukatevsky, who was the youngest player drafted last year. Now uh, probably... You know the second youngest player of the sophomore uh, class. He uh, is not been great. Um, I think the, the Thunder went for an upside swing, and you kind of get a well when you have seventeen thousand draft picks, you can afford to take a couple couple shots in the dark. Now that's not to say that he can't come around when he gets a little bit older, but for the Thunder to hang on to him and and you know grind through that that learning period. They might be hopefully going for a more win-now move in the next couple of years. So we'll, I'm going to keep an eye on him, but I'm not necessarily holding out hope that he's the savior. Um, just a couple guys from after that who we didn't mention, Josh Green. Starting to get some more minutes with the Mavericks, not really doing a lot, but it's it's an interesting. It's, it's nice to see him get more minutes. Um, Sneak Bay. Sneak Bay has actually been he's, a great bright yes. spot for the Pistons. He and Cade Cunningham. And I will say Clean Hayes, just because Clean Hayes fills up the stat sheet in better other ways than scoring. Uh, he is a good defender. He does get some rebounds. He's a good assister. So um, I'm, he, he kind of taking a Josh Giddy approach. Um, not really the score, uh, more of a pass first point guard, which mm-hmm. honestly, nothing wrong with that. You know, he's kind of the Rajon Rondo of that crew. So if they can build that into something, that'll be interesting to watch. Princess Achua, who was drafted by the Heat, was then traded to Toronto, has gotten some minutes this year. But Toronto, again, uh, Nathan, you and I have, ta- have talked about that. Uh, the biggest hole in Toronto is where? Center. Center. So uh, that's kind of his position. He's also played a little power forward, but not, I, in my opinion, not their future. But... Um, after that, you got Tyrese Maxey. What do you what do you thoughts on Tyrese? He's got a lot more minutes this year. He is. He's been a, kind of a sporty player. In the, I know that's not a word, but um, <laughs> we're making it a word. Man. Yeah, you know, just like there's moments where it's like all of a sudden it's like holy crap, he's got thirty points, and then there's moments where it's like okay, what's happening? But he is improving. Seventeen a game, only three point six assists. Or no, sorry, four point eight assists. Um, assisting wasn't his big thing in in college either. It's almost up to five assists a game. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah, you know, you'd like to see that more, especially on a team without a true like seen a point guard on that team. Again, he is the only one on the entire team listed as a point guard. So. <laughs> Well, not the only one, but the only one playing. Yeah, that's true. But we don't need to get into uh, into that, do we? No, we do not. Um, so, 
big improvement. I think the Sixers like what they have out of him, and I think I think with this Ben Simmons trade deal, um, even not to bring him up, but I, I don't know if six if he if players if teams are trying to get him back in return with Ben Simmons. Obviously, you know people's perceptions of Ben Simmons are completely different. I think the Sixers would like to keep him. Uh, Emmanuel quickly. With Obi Toppin starting to get a little more minutes, quickly a little more than Toppin. I think a lot of that is due to the fact that Randall is ahead of Toppin and Kemba Walker is ahead of quickly. And Derrick Rose. And there, yeah. And so quickly is getting some solid minutes as well. Desmond um, Bain at 30. Pick Grizzlies. Great pick. Man, the day is, I mean, it's, he's, he's having a really, really good um, sophomore year, and the Celtics traded him. The Grizzlies. Now, I think that um, Aaron Neesmith would be the same thing as Desmond Bain if they gave him some if, if they gave him a chance. And then, you know, there's also, you know, we've heard the issues of Marcus Smart with, and they've kind of been circling the Celtics about sharing the basketball between Tatum and Brown. So even when he gets out there on the court, he might not be getting that many opportunities where you do watch the Grizzlies, and it's a lot, it's much better team basketball, I would say. That's uh, a uh, a new head coach. I think there's going to be a lot of those growing pains. And oh that's yeah, kind I, of I agree. What's been interesting to see this year for them, but uh, their whole dynamic needs kind of an upgrade for uh, how they move the ball. They've got a lot of ISO going on, but not a lot of leadership. Um, you know, as we said before, sharing the basketball. A pass first point guard would be ideal for. For them, so I, I think we know, but they've been drafting point guards for the past, you know, five drafts. Mm-hmm. So it, it's interesting to see. We'll see if they can make any yeah. upgrades. Any uh, any other name here in the in this 20, 20 um, draft class? Flash really. at you. I mean, there's I mean, got in, like in the second second round, there were a couple of guys like we said before: Tyrell Terry, Theo Maladon, Xavier Tillman. These guys are getting some extended minutes. Jordan, Jordan Nuora is getting some minutes um, in uh, Milwaukee. Other than that, yeah, a lot of G League guys, G League guys here. Sam Merrill um, is no longer on the Bucks. Actually, he got traded, um, but he was getting some minutes last year. Again, not a ton more garbage time slash when the starters are um, out playing. But as we kind of said, was initially. Projected to be a down draft class, especially coming off the Zion, right? The year before that was the Zion, the yep. RJ, the John Morant draft. What was projected as a down year has turned out to be a pretty solid year altogether. Um, and I think there's definitely room for improvement. A lot of these guys we talked about, I think, are just starting to crack the surfaces of their team, like Onyeke Konglu and Patrick Williams when he comes Probably back. Probably get some minutes. Jalen yeah. Smith got some minutes. This yeah, Jalen Smith's getting minutes top, and then Devin Vassell can get some more minutes, and Aaron Neesmith. Um, you know, I think we're going to see more guys grow. Obviously, this class is highlighted by Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball, but I do think there's a lot of good depth in this class that will be good depth for quite a while for a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see them uh, kind of progress through the years because there's starting to be a, a shift in the players. They're chipping the age. I'll say from, uh, you know, the veterans to now the younger 
it's gonna be it's becoming a more a younger league. So, so I'll leave it at that. But um, getting into the younger players who uh, were just drafted, as they're still a rookie season here. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. First overall, Cade Cunningham to the Pistons, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Suggs, Josh Giddy, Jonathan Kaminga, Franz Wagner, Davion Mitchell, Zaire Williams, James Booknight, Josh Primo, uh, Chris Duarte, Moses Moody, and Corey Kispert. That's your top 15. It still keeps going with some, some quality players. Nathan, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, so if we want to just kind of start off the top eight, hurt to start the season, a couple bad games, seen some flashes, but as you kind of mentioned, you know, it's kind of being a more well-rounded, all-around point guard, I think he's still growing into his role. Jalen Green started off fast, had an injury. He is back now. Evan Mobley, you could argue, has been the most productive and the best rookie out of them all and a, a front-runner for Rookie of the Year right now. He's playing extremely well in the Cavaliers. I mean, you look at the Cavaliers roster from last year, and the only difference is, Evan, is really Evan Mobley. And you look at their record, and they're doing this without... Um, Colin Sexton, who got hurt. You brought in um, Ricky Rubio, who then got hurt, and the Cavaliers are still finding ways to win games. Darius Garland has been great, but Evan Mobley has been phenomenal as well. And a difference maker. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes, I think, has been better than advertised. Um, I think he... It was a shock when he was drafted. I, over, yeah, people thought Suggs. that was a reach, and I mean, especially because we're like, man, you put Van Vliet with Sugg, that's a great backcourt, you get your replacement for Kyle Lowry... Hard to argue right now with the Scotty Barnes pick. Um, Suggs finding his own, I think. Again, these are rookies. you got to give them time. There's a lot of young guards down there. Um, but I think Suggs, people thought, would be a little better. Josh Giddy is playing, you know, some questions coming in. Obviously, a foreign player. He was a, he was a big question mark. And to go sick. And to go six, particularly over another highly touted the Knight player, Jonathan Kaminga, who was next to the Warriors. He's um, starting. He's a starter, is playing well, and has some pretty well-rounded numbers. Um, Franz, Franz Wagner, scoring a lot now. Rough, rough start to the season. Scoring a lot, so he's starting to get good minutes. Davian Mitchell um, comes off the bench. Again, when you have Halliburton and Fox in front of you, you're not going to expect to see a ton of minutes, but it's still a hound on the defensive end. That's the thing. Um, and again, a little like Okoro of the last draft. Defense was his thing. And I think that's why the Kings took him. They knew they had scoring in the guard position whenever they wanted it from Halliburton and Fox. I think they, what they wanted was a lockdown point guard defender. And so I think they got him. Um, other than that, Zaire Williams done better minutes with Grizzly. Book Knight has been had some flashes, but it's been I think a little underwhelming. Again, I think people talked Book Knight up. Someone in pre-draft said I really like Book Knight, and I think he kind of shot up. I think a couple players below Book Knight have been better, um, like Chris Duarte at 13 for the Pacers. I think it's had a lot of flashes, especially with uh, Malcolm Brogdon being out. Joshua Primo, I was questionable of this pick by the Spurs because they have so many guards. Like they took one like last draft, like or, or they took Cell, um, who also plays in the backcourt. I was a little confused by this Josh Primo pick, given that they have Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker Jr. and Derek White, and it just seems like the list goes on and on of all these one and two guards for the Spurs. He hasn't seen a ton of time. Neither is Moses Moody. 
Um, Moody Moses. Moody Moses. Yeah, Moody Moses. Um, and you Kasper, skipped over Mr. Dwarf. Hey. I, I mentioned I mentioned him first before uh, I did Josh Primo. Um, but then I kind of going down the list. A lot of G League players again. Um, Alfred Shingun. He's getting some minutes. He's getting minutes at the Rockets. I think the Rockets need to move off of uh, Christian Wood and uh, Daniel Tice and just really just start pumping minutes out. They could they could get they could get someone for Christian Wood. I bet exactly. They really need trade. to. Um, in grinds, um, one game, uh, the Knicks rested the majority of their starters, and the reserves played most of the game, and Grimes had a really, really good game, and so he's starting to see a lot more minutes. Um, as is Bones, John, or no, Sean Bones Highland for the Nuggets, he's starting to get a little more minutes. Pam um, Thomas gets minutes when, they're, when the Nets are injured, which is quite a bit. Um, but I think Really, then going into the second round, steal of the draft. Got to be Ayu Desumo, 38th for the Bulls. I know he's been thrust into that starting lineup with injuries to Lonzo Ball and um, Alex Caruso. He was getting good bench minutes, and now he's starting, and I think he's been really productive. And I think the, the Bulls have to be happy with taking the uh, the local kid out of Champaign, Illinois, and U of I. Um get him where they got him. Uh, Kessler Edwards is actually also starting to get some minutes for um, for the Nets, believe it or not. Other than that... Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl's been getting some good minutes. He's actually has pretty, he? Yeah, he's been uh, solid for the Thunder um, as, their, as their center. He and, and Josh Giddy have a good, good connection, so that's something to watch. Uh, Isaiah Todd also been okay. Not He's been getting a couple minutes here and there. But uh, Herb Jones, we, we didn't talk about him. He's going yes, to in for, for the Pelicans. Yeah. yeah, yeah, been having a good run. Yeah, he hasn't been too uh, too awful either. Um, Jericho Sims, when um, all the centers for the Knicks were hurt, played um, some decent minutes for them. Uh, I mean, overall, again, this is one year in, and, you know, we're seeing a lot more out of that sophomore class now coming to the year before, and there's still plenty of time to grow, um, but it does seem like maybe this draft is a little more top-heavy than last year's. Top-heavy, I'll, I'll say that. Not as deep. Yep. It was not the, yep. the consensus. I agree. I agree. Again, these are rookies. They're sophomores. They've had summer league and all that stuff. They've had time to grow. Um, this class is not, so we will see how they do. Um, anyone in here so far that you, you you've really liked start the season? You know, I mean, uh, outside you know, of uh, who uh, I was uh, expecting, uh, out, uh, yeah, outside of the obvious ones, um, I think we both can agree that Scotty Barnes has been better. Um, but any anybody else that's really kind of caught your eye in terms of how well they're playing? Um, I. I think outside of the norm would maybe be Bones Highland. He's had some really great scoring nights. Uh, kind of fun to watch. Um, just kind of the non-big-name players. Tarif Cooper, I'm excited to see him come out of Geely. He's been doing pretty well. He was a, a pretty electric player. Um, so I'm going to keep my eyes on him. Uh, Aaron Wiggins had a couple of good games here. He's drafted 55th by the Thunder and Again, I'm kind of 
edging towards some of the Thunder players. That's why some of the teams that I watch more. But um, that's, you know, just a couple of the guys I've been I've been keeping an eye on. What about you? Um, I would say I, would say I like Ayu Sumo. I think he he was a great player at Illinois, and so I think he can do really well. I too thought Bones Highland. I think I expected him have a little more, little bigger of a role coming into the season with Jamal Murray getting out. I think he's slowly building up into that role. Um, interested that Jalen Johnson isn't getting as much run time with the Hawks as I thought he would. Because I thought that the Hawks might have been looking... They had a, good, a really good summer league. I thought the Hawks were maybe looking to really develop him and then see if they could move off Collins. If they could, Jalen Johnson is a very similar type player to Collins because pretty much what they'd be doing is they'd be getting a cheaper John Collins. But he hasn't had a ton, again, only played in three, 13 games. I'm not sure if that's injury or G League, but I'm, I, I thought he was going to get a little more run than he has. Now, other than that, I think we are starting to, you're starting to see the Warriors rookies, Moody and Kaminga, start to play a little more, um, which is good. I've gotten to see, so Josh Primo has been getting a lot of run in G League, um, but I'm, I'm very curious as to what the first plan is, as to how they, they really want They're to. doing anything? Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, they, don't, I, I they think, made their first, yeah. literally their first trade with the Celtics in both franchises' history. I think. They have never made a trade together. And huh. this year was the first time they made a trade. You know, I, I think New things are happening. Yeah, I think we said this... Um, last year or two years ago even that this is a different kind of Spurs team for Greg Popovich specifically. We oh have God. seen him with you know Manu Parker and looking for just so damn long. This is something new. So this is almost a different style of different coaching job essentially for Greg Popovich. And we're seeing a different side of it. And as we said, it's a lot of young players: John Jay Murray, Cohen Johnson, Derek White, Devin Vassell, Lonnie Walker, um, Josh Primo, Trey Jones. A lot of young guards. So it, I agree. It's I, I, I don't know what they're doing. For the if, if you had to say over the next ten years, would you say the sophomore class or the rookie class are going to have more players still around, or even? more players as higher-tiered, like, all-stars. I think the rookie class will have more all-stars. Because I really, I mean, looking at that, and I kind of just see Edwards and LaMelo Ball right now the all-stars, but then I look at the other one, and I think Cunningham, maybe Jalen Green, Mobley, Barnes, Suggs, maybe in a couple years he gets better. I, I think... I think we're going to see... In like five years, we're going to see more 2021 draft players on rosters than we will see, or 2020 um, uh, players on rosters than we will in 2021. Again, as we said, I think it's more top heavy in the 2021 draft. The 2020 draft is deeper. Um, and again, this is early. There's, you know, you could still have a lot of these guys coming out, but you know, yeah, I kind of look at. I look at like 6 through 15 in both drafts, and I liked the 2026 20, through 15 a little better. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That's, uh, there's a lot of good role players in this 2020, 
2020 draft, um, but definitely some higher upside in 2021. It'll yeah. be uh, interesting to see how things shake out. Um, I'm, I'm definitely actually going to tune in to the uh, Rising Stars uh, game this year, which in years past has kind of been uh, more of a brush-off warm-up to the the rest of the All-Star weekend. So, yeah. That's, uh, you know, something to I, I, I almost find the All-Star, the, the Rising Stars game, a little more intriguing than the All-Star game. Even. Well, yeah. In years past, it's, it's definitely gotten... I'm glad that they've adopted the uh, the Elam ending. Yeah. The young guys want to play. The young guys want to. The young guys want to play. This is their stage, where it's just you know, if, if they're the best here, they're the best of the young guys, and people know it. They're not not tuning in, and you know, like take a young guy who's on a team with a couple veterans. They're not, you know, coming in like, oh man, yeah, I'm, you know, here I am. I'm in the rising. I'm playing this game, but I've got players A, B, and C who are the stars of the team who's going to get the spotlight. No, you play well in this game, you're the spotlight. And those guys just want to rest anyway. They just want to race. <laughs> this, is a, this is a break for us. Yeah, I mean, although, I, as you said, the Elam Manning has made the All-Star game a lot better. Because, I mean, that first year of the Elam Manning, that shit was competitive. Oh, my God. And that's what you want to see. That's what people want to see. They want to see all the, the best players in the league at their best going at each other. That's what they want. What do? <laughs> that's true. That's true. I cannot argue with that. All right, well, I don't have anything else. That's it for me, man. All righty. Until next time. Peace.